Hey there, Isaac, from The Division. I really fucking love Craig. <laughs> That's it. I mean, I, I know that I've said it before, but I just... It, it's literally just Isaac from The Division. It's fucking phenomenal. Welcome to another episode of The Landport. Uh, I'm your host, Danny, and we want to just uh, give a little shout-out to uh, our uh, producer, mixer, and uh, recorder, uh, all in one. Our neat little uh, bot, Craig. Or, as, as we put it, Isaac from The Division. Yeah, just just Isaac. I'm Gino. And I'm Arno. So, <clears throat> today... Enthusiastic, just, I'm Gino, I'm Arno, I'm Danny. And Listen, dude, it's, 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 midnight, it's midnight for us, man. And we're not gonna lie, it's been a long day, so... Let's get it's these conferences long, out of the way, shall we? It's, it's been a long day full of... It's been a long but uneventful day. Yeah, and it's because morning for me. So you can imagine yeah, how disappointing <clears throat> it was to be at up at 2 a.m. hoping Ubisoft will drop something good. Now listen, Ubisoft... We're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> they, they never cease to fail <laughs> as far as disappointing the ever-loving shit out of me. Because uh, I feel like that's just... Uh... That's probably how they theme the show. Like, hey, uh, our E3 conference for this year is just going to be how to piss off Gino even more. Yeah, they're just they're um, just like, hey, like, do we do we want to make Gino happy this yeah. year? And then yeah. they're just like, nah, then this year's not the year. Yeah. By the way, for any Ubisoft devs that listen, uh, the best way that you can make uh, Gino happy, put out another damn Splinter Cell. Please just get yeah, my boy Stan Fisher back. Or another Blood Dragon. Like I just I just want a sequel to Blood Dragon. Why do you they, make this so difficult? I'm I'm a I simple mean, man, Ubisoft, really. They came close, but not really. You know. I mean, bit. listen, I'm I'm gonna get the season pass for Far Cry 6. I'm obviously gonna replay through Blood Dragon again, you know, even though I'm playing through it on PC now because it's one of my fucking favorites. But, but it's but like, also why play through Blood Dragon when you can just watch the anime? But dude, even then, it's like it looks good. But I was kind of hoping for something that looked a little bit more like an '80s cartoon. You know, it looks dope though. Like the uh, oh god, what is it, Captain Laserhawk? Yeah, uh, a Blood Dragon remix. Honestly, it looks really cool. I'm definitely uh. I'm definitely gonna watch it, but um, but, but but also I just listen. What I just can't understand is how they relegated my man's and everyone else's, for that matter, Sam Fisher to a damn anime character. Well, I mean, I listen, have to call him Sam Fisher Senpai. Uh, are you kidding me, Fisher son? No, yeah, Fisher son, Sam Senpai. No, listen. He he looks he looks almost like he does in uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Does he? Yeah, that's that's kind of how he looks in uh, Siege. Have you seen his character model for Rainbow Six? Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, it kind of looks like that almost. But also, Splinter Cell is an anime. <laughs> that's something I just never thought I, that I would ever have to hear in my life. Uh, yeah. Listen, I'm I mean, not I'm not. I'm not listening, but I'm on board. Like, I'm, I'm not mad. 
no, I'm I'm not I'm not mad. Like I'm gonna watch it, but like, am I gonna be a little iffy on it? Maybe a tiny bit. Listen, I, I mean, <laughs> with cyberpunk being an anime, with you know, uh, um, Resident Evil getting an, getting animated. Right, but oh, Cyberpunk, I could actually, nah, I don't we're know. Probably, no, we're listen. in for a lot of, I mean, we already are in for a lot of um, uh, uh, television and film cross-pollination. Uh, you know, it started with the actors, and now it's evolving into mediums, so. I mean, listen, I, I could see Cyberpunk being an anime for sure. Um especially because a lot of that game's world is, you know, um, it, it just has that aesthetic that'll work in an anime. The thing that yeah, worries me about Splinter Cell is that Splinter Cell is a show that's mainly about stealth, you know? I think the most action-packed Splinter Cell has been. Um, I mean, there's, there's a lot of fast-paced movement and gameplay in a Blacklist, but Splinter Cell Conviction is the closest I've been to an actual, like, action-packed Splinter Cell, you know? Um, well, speaking about stealth, let's start right at the top with Rainbow Six, Six Extraction. Dude. I'm not sure. Oh, you know what? It does It does start off kind of stealthy. I was like, I don't get the segue, I, but you know what? I can yeah, see it now. It's all right. You kind of had to reach. Stealth is no. the way to go. I'm quoting yeah. them. You you had you had to reach for that one, but it's okay. Uh, everyone, to reach for that one. It was right there because that's how they opened the press conference, man. Sorry, not well. Yeah, the conference. They literally said, "Stealth is the way to go." Here's my thing about Rainbow Six Extraction. Okay, <laughs> from the moment they rolled gameplay, I was like, "Okay, this is just Rainbow Six Siege." <laughs> it. It, it's just outbreak mode from a few years back. Yeah. Mechanically, it's yeah. just siege, even even down to like peeking around corners and stuff. Yeah. Now, it's a mixture of Rainbow Six Siege and that game on PC, GTFO. I'm not sure if you've seen it. Yes. It's literally just that because they're like, all right, you know, you kind of want to play it as quiet as possible because... um once one thing is alerted, then all hell kind of breaks loose. And it's like, yes, that's cool. However, it just doesn't feel like a necessarily original concept. You know? See, it's not even the fact that they showed off, like, extraction as a big part of their, or, you know, not a big part, but, you know, uh, they had devoted a, a pretty decent segment of time to it. But it's also the fact that they also just didn't really have anything else to go back to, I guess, is what irked me today. Um, I I loved seeing the, the Far Cry 6 roadmap. roadmap. Uh, the 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 fact that we actually get to play as these as the as uh, the former villains of, of the in the series. Yeah, fantastic. I think that's but, my favorite part, and and uh, they got yeah. the they got all the they actors got, to reprise their roles. Yep, like they got yep. um, uh oh my god, they got Troy <clears throat> Baker as Pagan Min. They got uh -huh. um, what's it, Michael Mando to be Voss, and yep. I can't remember who plays uh, Joseph Seed. Yeah. Um, but I but mean, just, even he was great, you know. Yeah, 
absolutely but it's like but it's like that was also just like this is the and that's the thing i think far cry 6 did, did had their segment just very it was like very well done i would say just because we were first of all i'm um, now that i saw that that uh that scene with um john carlo esposito or i'm sorry moff gideon um that was fantastic. I'm I'm so looking forward to getting my hands on it. I, his performance was just fantastic. Greg Burke, Burke, sorry, Greg Burke. If I pronounce that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just yeah, and it, it was, but it was also like brief, concise, and it gave you an idea of of you know what to expect. Um, but Rainbow Six Extraction, I just don't see what what the move is going forward. And I think for something that releases so soon for something they've been working so long on, I, th- I feel like they, they probably should have had, uh, maybe like a better game plan to, to go along with it. You know, like what could they possibly do? Right. Like it's all operators we've played as before. It's all characters we played as, um, all the weapons we've used in, in regular siege. Um, it's, you know, the minute differences, um, and I'm trying yeah, to figure. Much. But it's also like, well, I guess I guess the 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 USP that are so that they're um, that they're counting on is this idea of you could possibly lose that operative, right? And that you will not be able to play that operative until you um, extract them. them. Yeah, and extract them. Yeah, which, yeah. which in concept sounds like a very fun idea but also how much replayability is there it's like if you lose an operator every mission only to have to go back and you recover them it's like what what are you really getting you know well when you recover them i don't think you get your stuff back so so they said they said it's like you're you're leveling up and upgrading this operator and you're like you know unlocking a bunch of shit for them but that does not necessarily mean that you'll get that stuff back you know it's kind of like um i I guess sort of like a permadeath thing except you're able to get them back just not with their stuff but that Mm -hmm. was also one of my biggest concerns was the amount of replay value because i'm obviously gonna get the game you know it looks like a fun like time for the most part you know right um watching people play something like that and actually playing something like that two complete different things um i just i do wish that there was a little more to it especially because we're entering the next console generation and i just kind of feel like the engine that siege runs on is a little dated yeah you know um it didn't look graphically impressive it literally just looked like something that could have been just added on to rainbow six siege that could right. just be like you know um but it's clear what they were going for here is when when we got outbreak a couple of years ago it's it's very clear that they were testing the waters for a new type of game something like this uh which they probably had in mind from for like a while right and so so what i am wondering is is whether this was intended as a next gen game you know um because I, I really don't feel like it was. Um, I don't think it was either. Yeah. And, and so I think the the like the best Siege announcement for me, and listen, it's a, it's a six-year-old game. It's, it's going to show its age at this point. Um, 
especially now that we're kind of getting into a more of a drip feed of content with the whole one operator a season um no new weapons just a just remakes of uh you know remakes of maps and things like that um which is which is great for the long longevity of the game um but it, it just you know it 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 feel it just feels so much different so much more different than uh the past rainbow six siege content in you know that we've been used to like uh when when we had the game for the first uh, i would say like three years or so um the the thing is, i think i was also just very surprised to see that um that cross play and cross progression is coming sooner than um than that yeah. i thought it was uh which, which is fantastic for the for the siege community um being yeah. that yeah, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure we would have gotten it sooner had we- yeah yeah i mean being here's the thing being that i've played on console pretty much the entirety of um my like my siege career um not much of one but you know it's it's fine um and uh our audience can definitely make fun of me as much as they want but uh I, certified rainbow six each operator coming to consoles this july uh certified rainbow six siege but uh what it, it, like the fact that i can hop now hop from uh ps4 or ps5 to to pc is uh absolutely fantastic um and and, stadia, and have man. and have wait what and to stadia bro oh yeah stadia and luna but you know those are actually just gonna add an extra just five people to the player count i'm making fun of the platform. yeah yeah um but the fact that i can i can get you know my progress just pretty much everywhere and just migrate it over is gonna be fantastic um yeah. Um, so I'm I'm very very much looking forward to playing on PC and 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 also just being able to like uh, play where a majority of the community plays. Um, yeah. So PC but, Stadium Luna crossplay comes on June 30th. Yep. And uh, crossplay on consoles will come in early 2022. 2022. Yep. Um. But yeah, and it's like. I don't know. I, I mean, the one thing that honestly stuck out to me, and I'm not really much of a sports gamer, um, but Riders Republic really looks like fun. It kind of looks like a reimagining of like they're combining the whole Riders franchise along with that. Uh, remember that like winter sports game a few years back, Steep from Ubisoft. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, it, it reminded me of that. I completely forgot that that game existed. Uh, yeah. I, I think I also think that's probably why they're just joining into uh, Riders Republic because I'm not gonna lie, the first person like, like mountain biking or you know like like you know, that that looked pretty fun. Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it reminded me of um. There's this there's this game that I used to play on PS2 and I used to love it. Um, it was developed by Incognic. Uh, they also made this game that's on the PS4 uh, right now called War of the Monsters, which is a port of the PS2 game. Um, yes. But they made this game called Downhill Domination. And what Downhill Domination is, is it's a racing game, but you play as essentially these... Uh, you play as people on bicycles, and you go from the top of the map to the bottom of the map. But there are... 
things in the map that will knock you off your bike and you can actually find weapon pickups like sticks and stuff like that to hit people off of their bikes to kind of just you know like keep pushing them uh farther away from the finish line essentially and um it kind of reminded me of that except you can't actually you know like beat the shit out of people to like hold them back in the race but it's just cool to see another type of thing where it's like you start from the top and make your way to the bottom you know like yeah. with with biking and stuff like that because obviously with um like ssx and things like that it's been I done mean, in the snow yeah, already you know it's been with steve ssx man i have such fond memories of ssx playing playing as a kid Oh yeah, dude. Because SSX was great. Even the one that they um let out a few years ago was great. But the thing is, it's it's been done in the snow so many times. You don't yeah. really see it done on like mountain bikes anymore. You know, or or um, what is what is that thing called where they they're flying? Wingsuiting. Oh, like yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but also, what the hell was that? Were they actually like yo when they were flying through that ridge or whatever in Riders Republic? That was a jetpack, wasn't it? Like. Because here's the thing, I I just, I love the fact that like everything else, every single other sport they had in that game, like was grounded in reality. Like it was like mountain biking or whatever, like, you know, like trail, trail biking or whatever it's called. Uh, Then there's wingsuiting and then there's, uh, you know, like, what was it? Like we saw like snow, like snow sports too, right? Yeah, they they got some, uh, they got some snowboarding in there. And then they just... Sorry, ahead, they, sorry. They, they just had the 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 they had the audacity to throw in fucking jetpacks in there. I'm like, what, what, where is this coming from? Like, uh, I thought this was supposed to be. I, I know it's a sports game, but like jetpacks. Oh, you know it's what's jet- funny? I made a joke that that was just actually like Buzz Lightyear's wings that they were using. <laughs> they fucking look like them. Yeah, it looked just like it. Dude, that that I mean, the game looks like a lot of fun. There was also this one yeah. segment where they're like, "Oh, you know, like you you customize your bike, but you got to start from somewhere, you know." And like, um, oh, is that guy the with, the, with the junk? Yeah, yeah. yeah. My man had like a whole fucking like mining cart and like pickaxe <laughs> on his back. I was like, "Can we barrow?" Dude, that was so funny. I'm I'm yeah. just like, yo, he's he's no, really there's also, like there's ready also for the gold rush. Shot. Yeah, there was also one shot I think where um, uh, there was a guy who was racing with, you know, with a with an ice cream cart. I I think Wasn't it was it really. It was it was it was something. It, it looked like one. Uh, you know, it was mm. a cycle with, with the with the fridge attached to the front. That's oh it. my god, dude! What? So you can do that. And in my head, I was thinking, yeah, but that's going to slow you down. And then I realized, wait a minute, this is a video game. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Just... Uh, listen, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, I'm re-watching this trailer just for uh, just for shits and giggles. But <laughs> I feel like that was probably like one of the one of the funnest things that, that Ubisoft is is doing. Uh like yeah, I feel like I feel like they're pretty good with their sports games, you know. Like even yeah. though I didn't, um, I didn't play the first Crew for a long time, and I never touched the Crew Two. It's like what? it's still a pretty solid racing game, which know? is surprising. It's not on with like Forza, well, yeah, it's, it's not up to the standard that Forza is, but for for a publisher, yeah, that's games not, are yeah, they're not trying to do 
don't forget that they're not trying to do for uh uh they're trying to go more the arcade route no 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 of course and it and it's like a it's a good time you know yeah i I should probably have compared it to like something like need for speed yeah you know yeah um is need for i mean even though i i i guess i meant more so forza horizon right because forza horizon and forza motorsport two complete different games you know right um but i i guess it's it's more so uh the forza horizon route but it's like those games are still pretty solid, you know, and yeah. there's really no that I could think of. There's no racing games that are on the scale of like the crew games, you know, right. And right. I mean, for, for a game like this where you're on um, you're on like, you know, mountain bikes and uh, and using wingsuits and like snowboards and stuff, the scale of this looks pretty pretty big i don't know if it's huge, gonna be yeah. a big open i mean i'm sure it's gonna be a big open world yeah um, but the way that they just kind of landed on the ridges and looked at stuff yeah. but it's, it's pretty impressive you know? here's the here's the thing though and it's like yeah that's a good question because i actually I honestly am wondering like the size of the open world if there even is one because they did say that there were like modules for uh for players to to you know just like go in um yeah, so and they the have fact an that it's mode. they have an yeah. mode and you can also get achievements and things from it. Yeah. Yeah, like but when he landed on the arch and was just checking yeah. that place out. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's a very it's a massive right. uh experience. Um but they've also added things like Tricks Battle and Tricks Academy and things yeah. like that. Just yeah. That's why it's you know, again, they're going the, that arcade just have fun with it yeah um yeah i'm definitely uh yeah i'm definitely looking to have a good time with it for sure yeah um i mean hopefully if i get a chance to try out the beta then uh you know we'll we'll have to see but on like because I, i feel like and we there's not an there's not enough game like at least sports games that do like extreme sports like these you know yeah. Um, which is something that you, I feel like, just it should be embraced. You know, like, cause like the the very like, uh, what is it like the the smaller sports? I'd say like, take like ice cross for example, like something no one's ever heard before, right, or whatever it's called. Um, like that you could definitely have like a game of that or something, uh, or or just gamify. You know, like, but also just the fact that they've been able to like gamify. Uh, wingsuiting is absolutely incredible. Oh yeah, or of like course. extreme extreme mountain biking. Listen, the the game's definitely gonna be fun. Um, definitely looking forward to it. Man, imagine if they add a VR component to it. Oh, uh, that'd be wild. It, it <laughs> would, but but I also feel like it could go one of two ways. You'd either have people vomiting, or you'd have uh, and and giving them extreme motion sickness, or you'd probably or you could, you know, pull it off and it would work. I know, but it's 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 just I was I was just thinking about that uh, that clip of um the the first person clip on the bike and you just on the bike, yeah, there. yeah that that looks like an insanely fun time. I'm not gonna dude. Lie. Honestly, that shit gave yeah, me so much anxiety. Just yeah, just watching that, I was like, I was I just I was like, how is this? There's people that do that in real life. Yeah, <laughs> just like oh, it's it's the fucking jumps. 
it's not even the jumps for me. It's the sharp ass turns. It's like yeah. if you do not turn, you're going to hit a tree and fucking <laughs> die. It's just, that is the reality of it, you know? Yeah. Nothing like a little and death in you your sport. Mechanics. Bro, it really gets the, the blood pump into the loins, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, You know what also does get the, bu- the blood pumping through the loins? Is it Mario Rabbids 2? Uh, no, I was going to go for Rocksmith, but yeah, that, that works too. No, listen, man, I, I think I could listen. Rocksmith is, is pretty cool, you know, because essentially more so than a game, it's, it's just like a guitar learning yeah. software, yeah. you know, which is really cool. Um, but it, it's not really, Wait, it, it's you know, I mean, they, they make a game out of it because it, it kind of has like a guitar hero element, but yeah. I think of it more as a learning software than I do a video game, you know, yeah. and it's still, it's still really cool. You know, I, I, I would love to, you know, um, use it to learn guitar. Um, but I, I don't feel like there should have, well, I was going to say, I don't feel like there should have been as big a, um, a focus on it as there was, you know, I feel like, I feel like there's a lot more that Ubisoft could have focused on than well, Rocksmith. That's because that's, I mean, this is probably well, they showcased what they had ready. Get ready. Yeah, that's true. Right. You know, rocks, I think, uh, and this is the major update in almost a decade, I believe. Um, and I think it's, I mean, it's, I think I find it really cool. You know, you can just use your phone. Uh, uh, you can. They've added some new things like arrangements and an element where or original arrangements that you can make and share with the community. But also, I mean, I, so I I went like I'm trying to learn the guitar at the moment. Yeah, I'm I'm using um, this app called Musician. Right. We. This is not a plug. It's just, um, it's just, so they do a similar thing where it's like you, where you're, uh, where you have these tablatures, et cetera, and uh, you play the notes accordingly. Um, but this one's, this Rocksmith Plus is just a, a completely different level, right? And uh, I, I found it pretty neat that as a musician, uh, yeah, as as a former musician, that they would actually give you uh, the master versions of the actual uh, of the yeah, actual songs. Arrangements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is which is just crazy to me. Um, that's pretty fantastic in and of itself. And I think honestly, that by itself would probably pay for the uh, uh, would pay for the service as as a whole. Like, but also as oh, someone yeah, who's guitar lessons. Yeah, but also as someone who, well, Wait, the the, you, the you, master you, versions of the tracks. Uh, the master versions are like, for for those who don't know, uh, I believe they're like uh, the original recording, and they, they yeah, I the believe original it's, it, note for note, the original yeah, as they were played, like uh, in yeah, concert or like yeah, and you know, I believe, I believe song. it exactly. also sep- it also separates the uh, uh, if I'm correct, the parts as well. It, yeah, it separates each individual like instrument. So specifically for Rocksmith, what they would give you access to would be like the guitar version uh, or the guitar track, uh, the backing, like the backing guitar, and then also like the bass track for it as well. 
which is pretty neat. And as someone who wants to also like just oh, 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 like I've, I've been wanting to put the time in on my on my base that I've just had sitting there for a long time. Um, and uh, like, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll definitely have to check out Rocksmith uh, Plus at, at some point. Um, yeah. And I think see, and see how it goes. Fantastic moment to to plug our new short uh, new um, podcast. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're proud to announce the jam port. Yeah. Uh, where Danny learns bass and fails miserably. <laughs> Thank you very much. Have a good night. No, it, it definitely seems it definitely seems cool. Yeah, um, yeah. and it also it looks like one help people. It actually, to me, at 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 the um, it was the most uh of the Ubisoft uh, of Ubisoft forward. Rocksmith Plus looked like proper showing of a game right oh everything yeah. about that everything about it was wholesome it, it yeah. was like the most wholesome looking like they you know it showed yeah. people like getting together with people that, that i guess they yes. wanted to learn guitar yeah. for yeah and right. then like when they finally went out, it's like you know, much that, it, it felt like the most complete presentation of a game the other ones it, everything else was just little bits and pieces mm. um even though it was more of a of an advertising for their service, but here's here's the thing: I I think that it was a nice little uh, love letter to the Rocksmith fans that have actually like uh, been there the entire time, right? Like, because they said Rocksmith is a is a ten year old, you know, uh, product. Um, yeah. But the the fact that people have stuck around for so long with Rocksmith is is clearly something that tells you that hey, this is working, right? Like this is. Uh, this is going well. We have a dedicated fan base, uh, or and a, and a user base like that keep that 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 keeps coming back to us, uh, right? So, I, yeah. I think for them to keep improving on it and and for them to showcase and dedicate its own little segment in the, in this way was also uh, well. First of all, it's it's something Ubisoft does best is just always just you know uh, supporting their products after release, um, and we've come to see that more now that pretty much almost every single game that Ubisoft puts out is a is a live service. Um, so it could be, you know, like trying to, I guess, like feed into their, into their, into Ubisoft's model, but at the same time, like, um, you know, uh, just it's a, it's a nice way to say, to let the fans know, Hey, we're still here. We're still kicking. Uh, Rocksmith isn't dead. Oh, of course. It's, it's kind of yeah. like, um, it's like a love letter yeah. in a way, in a sense, yeah. you know, um, I got to tell you, so that, uh, that Mario Rabbids sequel, right? I I obviously I saw that it was leaked earlier in the day before. Yeah, you know, yep. Um before the conference. We, yeah. But I guess I wasn't expecting them to really and I don't know why I wouldn't expect Ubisoft to show it because it's Rabbids, you know, but I guess I would have expected it more so from Nintendo because it's Mario. Right. Um I got to tell you, the gameplay looks interesting because it plays, from what I've seen, completely different from the first one. You know, because um, the first one is like a it's like, like a, a grid based um, shooter. Isn't yeah, it? no, it's a turn based strategy, like kind of like XCOM. Yeah, but, but yeah. for the most part, it's like, you know, like you go behind this cover and stuff. But yeah. the way this one looks is like when you play as a character you have a certain area that you could run around in but you're running around freely mm. you know um 
And I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, because I, I really haven't seen much of the gameplay from the first one. Um, but it, it seemed like the type of game where it's like, okay, you know, I'm going to have Mario go and cover here, and then I'm going to have him shoot at this person. But I was watching this one, and I'm like, this person has full control over Mario. It's like they're able to freely run around and, you know, like do stuff within this little area of movement. And then I'm guessing also there's going to be a timer for like your moves and stuff. Yeah. Um, but it, it looked like fun. It, it actually looked pretty fun, you know? Well, also correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think the first one was also shown off at, uh, at Ubisoft's press conference a few years ago. You know what? It it probably was, but I guess at the time I was just like, you know, this is the most fucking outlandish thing I've ever seen in my life because why the hell would Mario be teaming up with rabbits? So I guess technically that makes Rayman like canon in Mario's universe. But also what did we do in order for this to deserve a sequel? Listen, like, I guess not to be harsh, but like, and I know it's a fantastic game. It actually got uh, very good reviews. Um, I, I certainly enjoyed my time with it. I, ne- I never got around to finishing it, but uh, uh, it was definitely a unique experience. Uh, but at the oh, time, I think I was just, I was pretty burnt out on uh, XCOM too. So uh, yeah, I didn't get to spend too much time with it. But, yeah, but this, it, this one looks, this one looks like, but gameplay wise, it looks almost completely different. Yeah, you know, it looks it looks yeah. like fun though. It it really does. I mean, oh, honestly, only time will tell. Um, but I mean, if anything, like if Pat, if, you know, if the first one was anything to go by, I, I, I'm pretty sure we're all gonna enjoy this one. You know. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it does. Like, Did the first one have co-op? Uh, that I actually can't remember. Okay, because I I don't know if this one's gonna have it. It definitely I'm definitely uh I'm definitely gonna give this one a shot. It's like I don't yeah. know if I should pick up the first one just so that I can um like catch up. I also heard that the first one has this point in the game where the difficulty spike is just fucking like drastic. Um, it, it, yeah, I I never made it that far, so I I really can't be the one to tell you. Yeah, and also it's just because I, I remember when the first one came out um, when I was working at GameStop and I just, there were so many parents that wanted to get it for their kids and I would explain to them, I'm like, listen, I really don't think this game is what your kid thinks it is. Yeah. You know, and I, I just, I had to explain to them, I'm like, listen, this is a, um, this is, you know, this is a game, a strategy game, essentially. Yeah, you know, the, the, um, first, the first game I just confirmed the first game did have co-op. It did have co-op. King, Kingdom Battle, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It it did have co-op if you go to Peach's castle and um, after World of One Point Five. Okay. You can access co-op there. I wonder. Uh, I wonder if this one's gonna have co-op and how it's gonna be because again, if you look at the gameplay for this new one. It kind of looks like they have more free movement to it, you know? Yeah. Uh, where is it? I'm just watching the uh, the gameplay for it now just to see like yeah. a little bit yeah. of 
But here's the thing. Uh, y- you know what I will say? At least... At least Ubisoft had gameplay. <laughs> That's the yeah. thing. And yeah. shameless segue to our next conference, Gearbox. <sighs> what? Before we get to Gearbox, though, I think it's important to note that I think one of the things, at least, that I didn't um, uh, consider and that I should have considered even you know, before going into Summer Games Fest and E3 is the fact that uh, I should have definitely tempered at least my expectations, or I feel like as as video game fans and consumers and we should we should go into these conferences or at least this summer um with tempered expectations because uh, uh on on one hand yes we you know we, they're big companies we expect them to do big things but at the same time uh there's just been so much upheaval that uh, I guess we should have realized that, you know, okay, yeah, we may want all these things, but we but we should probably expect a lot less um, than we usually do, and than is usually uh, presented at these conferences. And I mean, uh, for, I don't, for the most part, that's, that's because of COVID, but... Yeah. Yeah, I can't necessarily say that I'm going to use that because the thing is, I'm not going to allow Ubisoft to say that COVID is the reason that there's not a new Splinter Cell being worked <laughs> on. You know, like uh, I just, I, yeah, I, and, I refuse that, that to allow said, them to, yeah. to say that that's the reason when it's like, no, I, we've been wanting a new Ubisoft since. Blacklist came out in like what was it, twenty twelve or twenty thirteen, something like that. Thirteen or something like that, I think. Yeah. So it's like at this point, it's just kind of they they've been doing just there's so much they could do with it that they're not, you know. It's like they're putting Sam Fisher in everything except for his own game. It's just and they they even hired the actual original voice actor for Sam Fisher. Uh, Was it uh, Michael Michael Ironside, right? Or yeah, I think there's only ever been one voice actor for Sam Fisher. I think they had to change it, if I'm not mistaken. I think for like the his features in um in uh, Ghost Recon or something like that, uh, but I'm not still too him. sure. It was it was still uh it was still him in um Wildlands. Which one did they? Oh, crap! I can't. Feel, I feel like they changed it, but I can't remember. Um. Also, sure you're not thinking of Solid Snake. Yeah, no. yeah, that might be Solid Snake. Yeah, because no. Solid Snake was changed to Kiefer Sutherland for um, Phantom Pain yeah. and Ground Zeroes. Oh my god, you know what, dude? Before we, no. before we go to Gearbox, I almost Av- forgot. Avatar. The, no, yeah. in Blacklist. In Blacklist, he, uh, he, he, the voice actor changed. Yeah, but you know what? Blacklist was also fucking whack, so it's like I almost don't even acknowledge that it existed. <laughs> When he wants his Splinter Cell, he's yeah, mad. When he wants his Splinter Cell, yeah, but then, but then he, uh, we tell him, yo, I told you the exact evidence. You have, uh, you have Dude, nothing because, to go on. Because Conviction was so fucking tight. Like, that game was so cool. And I mean, absolutely. Blacklist. 
Yeah, and then they did yeah. Blacklist, and I'm like, yeah. all right, this is okay. But like, coming off the hype that Conviction had for me, yeah, I was just, I was like, you know, I, I, I just think I have such high expectations from Conviction that like nothing in my mind will ever beat that. But here's the thing: it's also like you know, you mentioned the point about upheaval and 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 you know, just being in a tumultuous time, and I, I absolutely agree. Uh, but at the same time, I feel like, at, le- at least, you know, um, we're on track, hopefully, um, to kind of, I guess, like, be sort of, like, be done with this phase of, of our lives, you know? Uh, n- things are at least looking better, in, in at least here, where we are in the United States. Uh, which is also where a lot of the entertainment industry is focused. And so, you know, movies like Hollywood is coming back. Um, and I, I think, you know, call me an optimist, but it's also like the the way that I, I, I'd like to think about it is just that like, uh, you know, we've been through such a, a horrible year with, with COVID. Um, everyone's lost so much, um, you know, uh, whether it be a social life or, or family and friends, but love that juxtaposition, bro. Listen, listen, <laughs> and well, not trying to get all, 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 you know, sob story and everything, but it, but it's also like, you know, th- this is a time for us as gamers to celebrate, right? I think, and I think being optimistic about yeah. the biggest uh, gaming event of the year, you know, that that's that it's. Uh, I think there is a little bit of like there's there I guess there should be a little bit of something that we could come to expect but like not because you know we're not because you know we're coming out of covid specifically um but that like it's it's E3 right and this is something that we've dearly dearly missed um last year Right, we, we when we yeah. just had Summer Games Fest, the new consoles weren't out yet, um, and so I, I don't know. I, I like part of me going into E three this year was was like, hey, like let's hope for, uh, you know, not to get like too too optimistic, right? But like it would like you know that Elden Ring reveal, like finally it happened, yeah. Um, no, let's see. You see, the thing is, the thing true. you got to remember is, these games have been in development for years already at this point. Yeah, right. You know, so so it's like, I, I the thing that disappoints me is the way they're showing the games because it, I well, yeah, it's it's more so the way that they're showing the games because it's like, it, it's. Again, it's you could blame COVID for so much as far as game development goes. But the thing is, these games have been in development for years. You know, right. now mind you, slowing down on one year could do a lot to a game. But it's like there's also so much more that could have been done. You know, either prior to it or, um, you know, during or after stuff like that. I just. I don't feel like what they showed as far as like Rainbow Six Outbreak and stuff like that was 
really worth the hype. Yeah. And yeah, but and reason, uh, don't don't take us at face value, devs. Uh, we have no idea how to make a game and how hard it could be. But if you'd like to come on the show and talk about it, please uh, feel free to contact us. No, listen, I, I would love that because I mean, listen, they fucking these people do phenomenal work, you know. Yeah. But my only thing with Rainbow Six, like spe- specifically Rainbow Six, yeah. is it seems like a massive reuse of assets. Yeah, that didn't change much, you know, because games you reuse assets all the time, you know, but some games do it better than others. But also, speaking of reuse of yeah, assets, yeah, can reuse this asset all the time. Listen, what the? F- I'm I'm sorry, I'm just gonna go for it. reusing of assets. What the <laughs> fuck? Y'all are just gonna play the the same trailer for Tiny Tina's Wonderland? It just have oh, the yeah. same little thing along with like a a little one minute one minute uh uh like speech about what the hell's going on. No, uh, listen, guys. Like, listen. we got to see Kevin Hart at least. Uh, listen, oh yes, oh, but we have to see Kevin Hart, not Roland, the the soldier. Um, like, listen, what, what? Gearbox, right? We all know that the most important part of Gearbox's, you know, little thing that they did, um was obviously announcing Godfall for the PS4. Oh yeah, that's huge. That is, <laughs> that was, that is yeah, huge. I was going to say that that was a joke, if, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for yep, really you know, They they announced the PS4 version of a PS5 game. Yeah. And a also, PS5 G- game that already was not well received as it is. Also, uh, Gino Segarra, everyone, the the king of of uh, telling telling people how it be and catching Dude, people I off just, guard. I, I I don't understand because they're like, all right, we're gonna show more for Godfall, you know. And I'm like, okay. First off, I never played Godfall myself. However, aesthetically, the game looks cool. I I like I love the way the armors look, you know, like right. the characters. They're they're. It's almost like um. It's almost like Halo meets like Monster Hunter in in like their designs, you know? Right. Because it's like right. they, they got these dope ass suits of armor and stuff like that. They got like animal heads and shit. It's cool. But the thing about Godfall is people were very disappointed with the loot, and Gearbox is all about that loot, baby. So it's like I- when you cannot get a good loot hack and slash. It's just it, like upon upon arrival, it really wasn't you know um, very popular. And, but then the, the yeah. thing is, the thing is, then they're like, "Oh, Godfall is finally coming out for PS4," and it's like, right. "Okay, that's kind of going a little backwards," you know. But at and the then, same time, yeah. Sorry to cut you off. The only thing was, I also feel like the PS5 upon release also had just such a stellar lineup of games, and I'm I'm sorry, like. Godfall was an unproven title, right? And to go up against uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, uh, Demon Souls, uh, Sackboy's uh, Sackboy's Big Adventure, um, all on the what is it like on release? Yeah, I'm sorry, I I just uh, yeah, it, was, it was definitely a hard game to, to yeah. put against the lineup. Yeah, but um, it... my my thing is, so you announced Godfall for the PS4, right? And then you're like, okay, not only is it going to be cross-gen, um, you're going to get 
the PS5 upgrade. But people aren't getting PS5s. They're still like sold out and they're so hard to get. So it's like it's it's just very bold of Gearbox to assume that for people that have PS4s, by the time they get a PS5, they're still going to be playing Godfall. All Not right. even PS5 players are playing Godfall right now. <laughs> Bro, so it's I, like, how do you expect it, it, your PS4 audience to be playing Godfall on the PS5 when it's like, I, I don't know, man. It's just. Did, did they say anything about cost? Like, are they going to charge full price for that game? I hope not. They should have charged yeah. full price for that game now. Yeah, because, because I'm sorry. I, they charge full price of it. I, I will say that that game is just going straight down the drain. I'm sorry. No, I mean, they, I, I, I can't imagine. If anything, it, I'm sure by the time the PS4 port comes out for the game, it's probably yeah. going to get a permanent price drop. I, I, I can't mean, see them still charging $70 for Godfall. And, and, I definitely can't yeah. see them charging $70 for it on the PS4. But it's like... Imagine if yeah. they did charge $70 for Godfall on the PS4. It, it's, no, then, then yeah. really nobody would be playing it. <laughs> yeah, because it would be fucking funny to me. It, it, listen, it, it's hilarious that they it thought so, uh, so stupid. Yeah, uh, the the way I see it, Put your head's out of Wonderland. Listen, I really w- would have preferred that. Like, I would have preferred just something else. They had it was an uh, it was an opportunity. They really like that's the thing. They announced. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands at Summer Games Fest, right? Uh, the kickoff for Summer Games Fest, and then they had a they had a whole time slot reserved for themselves to talk about uh, to talk about Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, or you know, go more into it, even just show some more art. And we we did, but we got the screenshots they posted for the actual game that you could find if you go to uh, if you went to any retailer's website. Yeah, God, and, and really I get it. that's that's. No, no, no. Keep going. Yeah. I'm sorry, but also check your text messages, you guys. <laughs> yeah, they. That's man. You're making our audience feel very left out. Yeah, we have to, we have to make it. That's funny. up on the screen. That's funny. Subscribers. I don't know why I said hold subscribers. Like there's just somebody who's three fourths out there just hanging about. Uh, yeah, just just yeah. all of us. Listen, our subscribers right now are in um, that text conversation that I just sent the message to. Yeah, uh, pretty much. <laughs> but um, and our very no, loving yeah, and support no, and our very loving and supportive that. parents. Um, For those who are well, feeling left out, the, the what what Gino sent us was a photo of Randy Pitchford trying to high five Kevin Hart while Kevin Hart is looking to camera, uninterested. Yeah, and the captain. Uh, Randy Pitchford um, represents Godfall on PS4, and Kevin Hart represents the PS4. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna send the link to of the tweet to this chat, and then whichever one of the two of you is running our Twitter, Arnov, just uh, retweet it. (laughs) As you can tell, and and listen, as you can tell, our podcast is still very much in its infancy. Uh, no, due to the fact that one of our own hosts doesn't know who's even running the Twitter. No, listen, I'm, I'm, I I remember from R and I'm saying, should I tweet this? Uh, you if, know, I I context clues. It's it's if, all there. If it's someone would like, I had a, 
if someone would like to help get our affairs in order, uh, please just reach out to us. We would really appreciate reach it. Reach out to us at um at our at the land our, at the land port. Our business email. Yeah. Uh, late at night games at gmail.com. Shameless shameless self promotion. Um, um, but also no, like they, they, going back to Gearbox, they they spent like. A solid, what was that, like 20 minutes just making memes about Eli Roth on 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 on, uh, on site and Randy Pitchford just being overwhelmed at the set. Like, y'all could have just dropped a trailer and, and actually just shown us, you know, like yeah. I, I would have been, I feel like you probably could have captured the, the, uh, look, the graphics. The, Downstage made that seem very real, though. So I mean, but, that okay, but here's but here's I've the thing: downstage animated like that. While but, while it's while it's nice to get a behind the scenes look at uh at Borderlands the movie, I'm really not sure that's like what really any of us wanted for. No, E3. it really wasn't a behind the scenes at all. It was just no. people standing room, right? Yeah, the behind the scenes would have been. Seeing people in costume or seeing uh, them working on stuff, but we could we didn't get that, so it wasn't really a behind the scenes. It was just um, an excuse to have Randy Pitchford uh, on set. The stars. Listen, I yeah. don't even know if I'm excited about the Borderlands movie because the the thing is, I'm I'm not sure if you guys have seen it, but apparently the Borderlands movie, even though it's using characters from the Borderlands video game, it's going to be a whole separate canon from the video game. Of course. Um. So of the course. Borderlands movie is essentially just going to be like its own, you know, universe, uh, cinematic universe, yeah, its own cinematic of universe. Of course. And I'm like, that's great, but you have Kevin Hart playing Roland, and it's like, you know, does that mean that, um, does that mean that, uh, the movie won't tie into the world, uh, the game world at all? Essentially, no. It's just gonna kind of be, yeah, uh, yeah, it's its own, own, its own like creative liberty. Okay. Essentially. Which like, like also there's still gonna be used elements, which I mean I I guess you know, like yeah. movies do nowadays, you know, like the Resident Evil movies and stuff like that. But it it's like they don't do it too well, you know. But yeah, I the Resident the Evil best I was video game out... movie adaptation, to be honest with you, is probably gonna be Werewolves Within because that shit looks fucking Oh, that looks very fun. Yeah, it that... looks very fun. Like I'm very I'm actually really excited I, to watch that I movie. Do. Yeah. I actually haven't checked out the trailer. Uh, oh, Danny. Oh, yeah. Danny, 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 Danny. You have to see that. When when, uh, this, when this episode is over, you got you got to take a look. Cause it, it just I will. Great. Yeah, uh, I'm going to have to check it out. But uh, but it's like they had a whole time slot reserved themselves. And what they do, it just. They announced I just university. What? Like, what, 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 what? Sorry, what was even the point of that? It was like a little bit that they had. It was just Gearbox. Yeah, I know. But also, just like, they had so much opportunity. Like, why not, in, in that case, just why not save the reveal of Tiny Tina's Wonderlands for, uh, for, uh, for their own press conference rather than Summer Games Fest if they were just weren't going to do yeah. anything? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, because that's just, it's, it's I'm, like I'm they sorry, didn't know anything different. Yeah, it's it's. I'm sorry, like it's it's wasting time. Pointing because Jeff it, it really when, is. Uh, when he showed off, um,
Hello? Nope. Arnav. Uh-oh. We uh okay. running into some technical issues here. Don't do this to me, baby. Don't do this. Come on. <laughs> that that was a little throwback to uh, The Last of Us. We get it, Gino. You love yeah, The Last cool. of Us. No, no, you know what? We, There's a lot of people that it. probably won't get that, Danny. Yeah, oh, it's man. all right. Dude, honestly, D- Devolver, they just... Well, Gearbox, I, I feel like they could have done better because yeah. they're... I, I want to say... Well, you know what? Devolver's been such a big deal lately that I feel like Devolver might actually have a little bit of precedence over Gearbox, you know, as as far as stuff. Because Devolver's yeah. conference, I thought that that was great. It was hysterical. They yeah. sold a fucking thousand dollar VHS tape. That was brilliant to me. And they had a what I, you said it was a five hundred dollar. Yeah, they have a five hundred dollar suit. suit. Yeah, Jesus. they they have a, their their merch for this event is hysterical, and it's like I I definitely want to buy some merch, but yeah. they sold a one thousand dollar VHS tape that there right. was only one of. You you There's literally only... can't fuck with it. it, it it's unfuckwithable. It's called yeah. the unfuckwithable tape because they said that you cannot copy what's on it, even though what's on it is literally just. They're fucking conference. It's just um, Devolver is so on top of their shit. It's not even funny. Actually, one of the people that is um, one of the people that was in Devolver's conference, one of the actresses is the facial capture for Dina from The Last of Us 2. Oh, Um, she she was Shannon. uh, Shannon Woodward. No, no. um, The the facial no, capture. Woodward was the voice. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's right. She, she yeah, was yeah, yeah. voice and motion capture. But also, did you guys just face. continue the conversation without me? Did you have no idea yeah. that Arnav, I, you just dropped Arnav, off the you face were, of the earth? No, we, no, no. We, Listen, we acknowledge that you were gone, but we yeah. weren't sure that you were coming back. So yeah. it's like... <laughs> I mean, what what could we do? Uh, yeah, but no, basically, think, we, we just we started talking about... No, that's okay. Uh, we just started talking about Devolver, and uh, I was just like, because yeah. right. Gearbox did the whole Gearbox University, and that, that was okay, but it was kind of yeah. whack. And then, like, Devolver is like, yo, we have this premium subscription service um, <laughs> on their website, which, I mean, it's it's not a real, you know, subscription service, but it was fucking funny. Um, yeah. And they, yeah. they have merch for that premium service, you know, and it's just, but, but they here's did the thing. it right. It's so on brand for Devolver to make a subscription service, and it's not actually a subscription service. Like, oh yeah, like, and that's like, the thing. It, I I guarantee you, if Devolver was like one, just at their E three conference next year, if they were just so, if they were like, hey, uh, pay us fifteen bucks a month, we'll send someone to your home to just pull a prank uh, on on a friend of yours, like once a month or something like that, or, or just. Something random like that, I guarantee you, the amount of money they would make would it's just so on brand for them. Dude, somebody bought the fucking thousand dollar tape. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> they they bought it before Devolver even announced it. Because when so when I was when I was live streaming the conference, right? At some point I was like, you know what? I'm gonna see if this website is real. And then I actually pulled up the website um and I was checking it and they 
had everything already laid out on the website. So everything that yeah. was being announced, they already had on the website. So I found about I found out about certain games before they even announced it themselves. But right. then I went to the merch and I saw the tape. So I saw the unfuckwithable tape before they even announced it in their show. And I'm just like, huh. I'm like, how is it possible that this thousand dollar tape is already sold out? I'm like, how many people are buying this fucking tape that it's sold out? This is a thousand dollars. I understand that it's chump change to some, but to others, that's a lot of fucking money. That's two weeks worth of fucking working. Yeah. That's and rent for an entire chump. month. Yeah, Dude, pretty much. Exactly. And it turns out that the in, reason in it's sold places. out is because they only fucking made one. We don't they we don't uh, we don't criticize anyone's situation. No, of course, but I mean, like, but yeah, listen, it, throwing away a thousand dollars on a novelty VHS tape, you know, that you could probably that you're probably only gonna watch like I don't know a couple more times, but it, no, you're not gonna watch it. Nobody yeah. fucking has VHS players anymore, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you unless, put it like that, I listen. I <laughs> unless, listen unless, it like that. Unless I'm gonna be honest, I'm just kind of salty because yeah, right. Unless realistically, unless, yeah. I would have bought that fucking VHS if I had known oh, about it. I probably would have bought it myself. You're literally an old man. I'm just, there's no other way to put it. No, dude, because it's like that's just that's one of those fucking like gaming memorabilia shits that I would love yeah. to own. You know, like yeah, I still right. have a fucking can of Overcharge from Sunset Overdrive that you, you haven't know. drank. It's probably Dude, expired by now. It. Yeah, that shit'll fucking kill me. Are you kidding me? <laughs> but, um, at the very least, it'll turn it'll turn you into an overcharged demon, uh, overcharged drinker. The OD. Yeah, yeah exactly. Fucking... Oh god. Uh, which, speaking of OD, uh, Insomniac, please give us Sunset Overdrive too. Uh, I'll start a position for it. I'll do whatever you you need me to do. It please, please. Yeah, Insomniac, uh, you seriously have some fucking nerve to put cans of overcharge in Ratchet and Clank. Gears yeah. Ratchet and Clank. So technically, yeah. I guess that means that Sunset Overdrive is on PS5 um, or on PlayStation 2 and extend. Um, you had reached for that one, but it's okay. No, nah, I mean, listen, it's still an Xbox property. I wonder if Xbox would be like, yo, who the fuck you think you are doing that? You know? Um, we might have just opened up a big lawsuit for insomnia. <laughs> uh, yeah, you drop it. <laughs> don't talk about it anymore. Um, oh, man. Don't, don't think of the legal repercussions. All right. <laughs> We're just connecting trouble on this podcast, aren't we? Uh, tonight we are just, you know like, what? I think this like, is... Hey, this is... It's just like, let's get the wrath of the devs. Let's get the wrath of yeah. game fans. Let's... Yeah. Uh, uh, let's... Um, uh, give lawyers ideas that they don't need more of. Yeah. Uh, listen, listen, I'm. I, this is, if this you do not release Sunset Overdrive two. We will make this recording go viral. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not no. fucking around here. Same goes Let's, to you, Ubisoft. I want my fucking Splinter Cell. I want it to go viral, man. That way we can. <laughs> that way we can have more of a presence. And I oh, just listen, wanted, I wanted more to of Tiny Tina's. I want to be famous. I want to be famous, but I don't want to be known as the guy that got fucking insomniac sued out of everything. Yo, I swear to God, if that happens, I'm 
not associating with you anymore. This podcast will be no, associated. No, it's not gonna happen. Move on. Move on. No, <laughs> Danny's, I, Danny's, I, just, Danny's just gonna go and start his own podcast called the Dan Port. Uh, yeah, in which I'll I'll uh I'll just sleep on air for eight hours and hopefully something comes my way. Yeah, you listen, dude, there was a guy that live streamed himself sleeping and got the fucking a ton of like money from Twitch and shit for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, I don't if see anything, I I'm sure I could. <laughs> uh, but as you can see, today has been really, really uneventful. And uh, no, no, no. You know what? Hold on. I'm sorry. It's been uneventful for the most part. Yeah, for the most but part. The the biggest thing, and honestly, the biggest surprise to me, like I I legitimately had like full body like goosebumps when I saw it. Yeah. Going back to Ubisoft, they announced an Avatar game. Oh um, yeah, that's right. Based based off of the you know Blue Alien Avatar, uh, James Cameron's Avatar. Yeah, not um, uh, not Avatar the Last not, Airbender. Not the Last Airbender. Although um, if Ubisoft wants to try their either hand of the last that would have blown our minds. Yeah. yeah. Oh, exactly. No matter which avatar. Yeah. But um but they announced an avatar game. It is going to run on a newer version of the Frostbite engine, which is the one that the division that was built the, specifically the, for the division. Wait, Snowdrop. Uh, Frost, Snowdrop, yeah. EA. Frostbite is EA, bro. I'm sorry, Snowdrop. Snowdrop, you're yeah. right. You're right. Snowdrop. Listen, Snowdrop, Frostbite. I don't understand honest, why they're using yeah, Winter for these the engines, but whatever. Insane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we can make the summer rain engine for you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so it's going to run on a new version of the Snowdrop engine. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's, it's also only going to be on current gen. So that kind of goes back to our conversation in our last episode. Um, if you haven't seen that already, if you haven't heard that already. Um, give it a listen. It's on uh, wherever you get yeah. your podcasts. Um, and it's entitled but, uh, Back from Development Hell. Yeah. But yeah, um, it, it's only going to be on, on uh, current gen consoles and we won't see it on PS4 or the uh, Xbox Series X. Which means that they'll really be able to focus on, you know, making it as good as they can. Um, it's also going to be a first person game. I'm not sure if you guys knew that. Oh, I oh. actually didn't hear that. I, no, I thought it was going to be like third person. No, really? So, so, yeah, so Jeff Keighley actually, um, he read some details about it, um, and it's going to be a first person game. And if you look at what I just sent, um, the first screenshot that I sent to you, it shows your character as the Navi. You're, you're playing as the, um, the native people. And he's like oh, going yeah. through a jungle holding a bow and arrow um which i mean bows and arrows for the most part is you know their uh their primary use of weapon but yeah it's it's supposed to be a a first person um adventure game looks great here's the thing i mean because i also remember playing the uh the official movie tie-in game that was also developed by ubisoft way back in the day when the uh, original movie came out um and I remember, like it, that game was like a it was like a third person shooter sort of action adventure uh, type RPG, if I remember correctly. See, like I I really don't remember like what genre of game they were going for exactly, uh, but I remember having a fun time with it. I remember getting it as just a, a gift for Christmas one time, uh, one year, and um, I didn't know what to expect, but it, it was like the, it, branching storylines, like you could you 
played as your own character and you could pick there was like a a certain moment in the game where uh you could pick uh like siding with the humans so mechs and military and all that and um and then you you could or you could just side with the navi and uh you know you would have access to like primitive weapons but you'd be like uh you'd be a, a barely underpowered like, well you know you'd be like you could take a lot of damage uh you'd be like seven feet tall or something like that like the like you know the other side the humans and the military would look like tiny compared to your character um oh, yeah yeah and, but i also like i remember just i had a good time with it uh like and it wasn't uh you know the the best game ever but i also think i think if i remember correctly it also had like the voice work from actors and, and actresses involved in the movie um well that's probably because it was you know um yeah a tie-in to the movie like it, this is gonna be its own original concept within the world of pandora yeah and um it oh it, wait it just it's not, a, it's not a tie-in for the uh for the upcoming movie no, it's it's going to be its own uh, thing. Oh. I mean, Danny, we we we've gotten news about an Avatar game before yeah. we've even seen anything about the Avatar sequels. Yeah, that's true. I, that that to me is just hilarious. Yeah, yeah. but also, yeah. I mean, they're they're working on multiple movies, so I think yeah. that. I think that they're working. I believe they finished all. All they finished. They finished like two and two and filming uh, two and three together, right? Yeah, I think so because they're they're filming those movies with the intention of like I think releasing them like yearly. Yeah, Yeah. something like that. Like like, yeah, yeah. You know, so I I wouldn't be surprised if we don't hear about those for another few years. But right, this game. I think we're supposed to get it next year, or or the movie next year, or or. Next year or 2023? Are we really? Yeah, because um, Avatar 2 was supposed to come out. Yeah, it's supposed to. It's uh, listed for 16th December 2022. Mm. Oh, shit. Dude, I'm fucking. Oh. I, I was so. I was. When I saw that trailer, because I was like, okay, you know, the snowdrop engine, and that's. That's really cool. And I'm looking at this jungle and I'm like, wow, this is like um, very, very lush, you know, and obviously you Ubisoft or Ubisoft, whatever. I'll, I'll never know how to pronounce them. Um, They have a habit of downgrading their graphics for games. Uh, they've done it in the past. But looking at the amount of vegetation and stuff on this was really interesting. And I was like, what could this possibly be? And then you see this little alien bug, and I'm like, okay, that's, you know, that's something. And then when it pans up, and then you see the first Navi, I just, like like I said, full body goosebumps. I could not believe what I was seeing. Yeah, and, it's um, phenomenal. And it's, it's not even like I'm the biggest fan of that series, because I, I saw the first Avatar around the time that it came out and i haven't rewatched it since but i know granted we were pretty much like all fairly young when that came out yeah Yeah, we were like yeah but Um, it's like the the world that they built through that movie 
is beautiful. Yeah. You yeah. Know, even even yeah. going to Animal Kingdom in Disney, I went to the World of Pandora. I did like that Flight of Passage ride, and it's like even just being there in a theme park. Like once the once the lights went out and you see all those bioluminescent like flowers and stuff under the black lights that they have. It's yeah. just I'm like it almost felt like you're actually on another planet. You know, obviously I'm in Disney, but the way that they did it in that park was so well done. I was like, this is amazing. And yeah. this planet that they made is beautiful. And to be able to experience this in the first person in this upcoming game, I think that's going to be exciting. There's not many more details on it as far as... um. Yeah, it's like just, so it's far, coming just out. Know. It's coming out next year, though. That's what they 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 said. So yeah, so so it's coming out next year. It's a first person adventure, but I that's yeah. I don't really think there's many more details as far as um if it's gonna be you know like a open world like RPG you know that yeah. kind of thing. Um, yeah. I know that it's going to like a part of Pandora that's never really been like explored or looked at within uh like the movie. So that's. Mm you know exciting um yeah i wonder I'm, how it, it'll be interesting to see how it ties into the franchise to the films yeah right um cuz we also have no idea where the where the where the movies are, are going, going. Yeah, yeah exactly um cuz even if you didn't even if these we never see those movies it, the way it ended was as if you know it could have just it ended could set yeah, uh, but here's the thing. I mean, I feel like the with E3 this year, I'll just uh, and this is the case. I feel like for for past years too. But do just expect, um, you know, a lot of the titles we see just for uh, the next year and beyond. Um, yeah, just you know, for I mean, first of all, like COVID has slowed things down. Um, so I I feel like a majority of the titles that we've seen that were pretty excited about you know uh elden ring tiny tina's wonderlands uh avatar um who knows like what's coming as far as like predictions for what we can see in you know the coming days like would like do you think there's a, a chance that we get a few titles like you know a, a couple of big titles you know in 2021 apart from like the call of duties or the battlefields you know because we know those been- are you mean as being released in 2021? Yeah. Like, what do you, what That's do you get, like? One. Yeah. Um, cause I want to know couple, what y'all, what y'all, you mean uh, like announced big titles that will come in 2021? Yeah. That we don't uh, already know about, like, already. Like, what do you, do you think, do y'all think we could see anything in the so. coming days? Yeah. I, I well, think we might see some big titles, but they'll probably be for 2022 and 2020. Yeah. Right. I mean, listen. We still have. We could be we surprised. Couple, we could be surprised with an end of end of the year releases. Like that would be. But I don't picture anything coming sooner than that. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. Say like, like the December end. December 2021. Yeah, uh, like that's that, that that's fine. That's really that's what I'm, I'm saying. But I'm saying like, do you think do you like do you think that there's anything more to to come from this E3? Because I feel like within E3, even past years, there's been a bunch of games that have been announced, and they're like, oh, you know, still coming. Like, like I remember, like, when Fallout 4 was announced, that was a, a big title. 
I was uh, just about was, to bring that up because they yeah. were like, not only are we announcing this game right now, but it's yeah, coming out later it's this year. Out. Exactly. Um, that was a big fucking deal. And that's the thing. Like, they could do that with, time, with so Starfield. It's an easier thing. So it was e- it was easier to do that back then. So I don't I don't know if that's. Well, yeah, it, I mean, it, it was easier yeah. to do that back then because, again, you know, they didn't have a whole year where they were in a quarantine lockdown. But yeah, yeah there's they, listen, they could have finished a game last year at some point that they just, yeah. you know, they they've been doing the polish on and stuff like that. Listen, they, yeah, I mean, yeah. we still have we still have xbox and bethesda tomorrow you know uh, yeah, we still yeah. have uh the, the pc gaming Fortnite show mix, future you know, game capcom show. yeah nintendo um and i, Square, I already know Square that Enix nintendo, as well yeah nintendo and, uh, actually yeah. they've been doing pretty good this year as far as announcing games and mm-hmm. letting them out this year too because um what was it monster hunter stories Rise? too they oh, announced, stories they, too well, Rise, but also Stories too. They announced them, and they're like, "Hey, it's coming out," you know, um, in a little while. And they they I, showed No More Heroes, uh, yeah, for the first time. Well, I, also I mean, they showed like, No More Heroes a while ago, but yeah. Uh, but I also feel like Nintendo is, is at least like with the the Switch being released and everything. Um, like the past few years, they've always kept their cards very close to their chest, and so because they don't really show anything often unless they're actually like fully ready to, you know, um. Or that they're like ready to give uh, players a solid release date, um, and so I mean I, I definitely think we'll probably get like a few big titles from uh, Nintendo. Um, does no does does uh, No More Heroes three already have a release date or no? Yeah, it's coming out in August. August, okay, yeah. So as far as what we could see from them, I mean, this is a, a bit of a reach, but uh, hopefully, any mention of Breath of the Wild two, yeah. Um, uh, I don't I know. Think, I mean, I think what it, I think what most people are hoping for, right? We got Breath yeah. of the Wild that we want. Um, we definitely Able. want Metroid Prime Four, but that's yeah. probably going to be complicated because they restarted the entire restarted, development yeah. cycle on it. Yeah. Um, and Fable Bayonetta Three is probably Fable. something we want to see. Oh no, Fable, Fable for sure. Yeah. But I'm I'm talking about because I don't think Fable would be coming out this year. But I mean, I'm oh, talking oh, about this like year, how yeah. Nintendo. Yeah. Fable won't come yeah. Out. No, I'm I'm just talking about how Nintendo um like for the most part recently have been announced games that come out soon. What? You know. Sorry. Sorry, my bad. They've been announcing new Smash Fighter. Yeah. We'll probably get like the the last couple of of, uh uh Smash Fighters announced or something like that, maybe. Um I mean TMNT came to Brawlhalla, so Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Um, I mean, y'all, do you do you guys think we could get any? Because here's the thing: Starfield has been worked on for a long time. Uh, do y'all think we could get anything for Starfield, like a, a concrete release date this year for Starfield? Or we'll get a release date, but they'll probably show gameplay. Yeah, because yeah. because here's it'll the thing: probably Star- be like a 2021 or 2022 release window, but I don't right. I don't think that there will be a specific date. Because Starfield has been like, you know, just in the oven for a long time, um, and that that's the thing. Like they've had time to work on it, right? Um, so I feel like it could be like, especially if they divide the show up evenly. 
uh, where Bethesda gets 45. It's because it's, it's it's supposed to be a 90 minute show. So if Bethesda gets 45 minutes for themselves and Xbox gets uh, 45 for for like their first party titles, which obviously Halo is going to be a big part of. Um, I feel like we'll probably get a, a bunch of titles that, you know, will release like, uh, you know, towards the latter half of this year. But like it just be, it it feels a little dry, uh, at least for this winter. Apart from like you know, like I said, the the Call of Duties, the the Battlefield, um, yeah. Because it, it, I'm not gonna lie, I, I just feel like I don't really have a good idea of what else is coming out this year. Well, l- listen, like I said, we got at least a couple more days of you know announcements, of announcements like yeah. That. So it's yeah. like they there could be. You know, there there could be a lot more. Yeah, yeah. like days gone too. Know. You know, <laughs> you know who fucking knows? <laughs> table table could yeah. be coming out this year. You know, yeah, they, they could be. It's pro- out of Bethesda. Um, I definitely know that Deathloop is coming out later this year. I'm super excited. Yeah, for that. that's right. Um, yep. Yeah, game looks fucking. We'll phenomenal. probably see more of more of that for sure. Yeah, but the thing mm-hmm. is too, it, it's like I think we'll see more of it because it's Bethesda, but also I'm not sure because PlayStation has like it's exclu- well, here's the thing, it's certain, only a certain exclusivity to it. Yeah, you know, it's, it's only a, like it's only a year's a, it's a time to, yeah, it's only time. Yeah, to- it's a year's exclusive. Did here's yeah, the thing but, though, what I don't remember is uh did PlayStation ever say that it was gonna be a timed exclusive or is it only because Microsoft bought them out that it's now a timed exclusive? Because that, that's probably that's probably the only reason. I I think because I feel like the the plan was to have Deathloop be a PS like a just a console exclusive. Yeah. Um, even and, even then, do we know if it's going to be a timed exclusive as far as like being able to actually own the game, or is it just like DLC like stuff as timed exclusives? No, it, it, it's a uh, as being able to own the game. The Xbox oh, okay. port won't. Yeah, the actual port won't come out for like a uh, a year, I believe. Another year yeah, honestly, after the after I, the game I releases. wouldn't want to play I wouldn't want to play Deathloop on an Xbox anyway because of um the haptics on the controller. Like apparently yeah. if your gun jams in Deathloop, like you can't it, even pull that actually, trigger until you unjam you, it. Yep. Which is yeah. gonna be absolutely nuts. Um yeah, I'm very, very excited good. for that one. That but that's like the only thing that I know out of Bethesda that's guaranteed to come out for later yeah. this year. Yeah. You know. Um, um I'm imagining what? that they're going to announce more stuff for Fallout 76 and Elder Scrolls Online. Right. right. Um, oh, right. Fallout 76 still exists. They, yeah. Oh, they, they might actually... No, listen. That game got significantly better. Not saying that it's the greatest still, but it got significantly I know. I know. better. Working on it. And honestly, I've had a lot of fun playing it. Um, They might announce something further for... Elder Scrolls Six. I completely forgot that they even announced it. And here's I'm, I'm kind of skeptical on that one, just because uh, it it's gonna be a bit right. They like, they still haven't even shown off Starfield. I I don't know if they could show off both in the same year. I mean, I want it to be a big year for Bethesda, but uh, I don't know. I mean, it could be like a you know like an end of conference thing, um, like a closer that's usually that usually gets them the most traction um, we'll, on social we'll media. Sure. Yeah, but, uh, I mean Bethesda. You know, Bethesda doesn't disappoint me as often as like a lot of other like uh, publishers. You know, so 
I'm I'm pretty uh I'm pretty hopeful for Bethesda. Yeah. Microsoft, I I'm wondering what's gonna come out of them because I remember when Microsoft fucking announced Devil May Cry five <laughs> at their conference, just, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, wait a minute. So so it's like I'm wondering if Microsoft, you know, will um pull some other crazy shit like that. Yeah. But also like 2K has their own uh their own conference, so we could see like the next, you know uh bioshock installment possibly maybe like a t a small he a small tease even um because i that's being done by the guys who were former who were formerly uh hangar 13 the guys worked on uh mafia 3 you know so do they have anything to do with borderlands uh they're the pub i believe they're the pub the publishers they sh if i'm not mistaken yeah, they are. They yeah. they do. Yeah, Man, yeah. that'd be really cool if 2K showed uh, some stuff for... I mean, listen, they're probably still going to fucking show the trailer for, you know, Tiny Tina's fucking Wonderlands, but... I really hope they don't, because it's just going to be another waste of my time. No, yeah. I, I'm like, don't... Just, like, what's the point of showing a third a trailer again? I mean, but obviously, also, no, obviously, it, obviously it, it's the, all... I know I get the point. Yeah. It's to, you know, it's with the expectation that people haven't watched the other showcases, but still. Yeah, but I don't. I feel like will. a lot of. I don't think they will. They'll probably. They'll probably lot, feel... give like a teaser of it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. People. People will have at least heard about it. Right. Dude, um, I just don't feel like they will because why would they give it up as two K thing and not Gearbox's own thing? Yeah. Right. yeah. My right. my thing is why was Gearbox's fucking big thing Godfall for the PS4? <laughs> I have I, I really don't. Like <laughs> that's something I I I'm I'm kind of dying to ask Randy Pitchford myself, but Oh my god, man. But yeah, did I, they realize, I mean, did we, they realize uh, they weren't making enough money. There is that leak that we that uh, I don't know if y'all saw but we could be getting some sort of uh Marvel XCOM game from uh from 2K yeah. that hopefully hopefully might be revealed in the next couple that. days. Because I've yeah. been wondering about um, Jeff Keeley's opening line at Summer Games Fest, where he where he mentioned some something about the, uh, uh, you know, something about the, he used the word end game. Now every time I hear the word end game, I immediately associate it with the with Avengers, or and Marvel and the Marvel franchise. Yeah. So, uh, so I was so I wasn't expecting the show that show to end with Elden Ring. I was expecting it to end with something Avengers related. But listen, we might see we might see we more might Avengers see. stuff from Square Enix. I'm hoping yeah. that they're gonna finally yeah, show how Spider Man is gonna be in the Avengers game. Right. Um. But I heard that they're also probably gonna have a heavy focus on um the Black Panther uh yeah. DLC. Yeah. That's that. Yeah. Definitely. That's what I'm reading too. Is that a, a the black? I feel like I think. Black Panther is probably going to be a majority of uh, of their of their Avengers content they show. I mean, yeah, but I'm hoping can... that they at least like show a reveal for Spider Man. Yeah, know? yeah. At least at least what he looks like. I I just yeah. want to see what the suit's going to look like. You know, absolutely. I I agree. Um, and also, I mean, hopefully Yuri Lowenthal voice or yeah, hopefully uh, Yuri Lowenthal voices. Uh, I really think that Yuri Lowenthal is now the just like default Spider Man voice. Yeah, because yeah. um, he was even the voice in um, Ultimate Alliance three. Yes, yep, that yeah. he was. Yeah. Um, 
So I, I'm thinking that it, it well, like I can't well. There's been a lot of people that have played Spider-Man, but I think that Yuri Lowenthal would be the best. Um, the best, like the fit. best, yeah, it's like yeah, ongoing. Uh, I agree. Parker. Yeah. Um. And honestly, even with the port, like it's it's fine now with the new face and everything. I think Yuri Lowenthal's like voice suits our new Peter Parker actually quite a bit. Uh, yeah, I mean, li- yeah. listen, that that face thing, you know, it, it is what it is. I didn't mind. Yeah. The old- you know the new yeah. face it, it's kind of grown on me at this point from playing yeah. spider-man remastered um yep. and i know that that's the face in miles morales too even though i d- still have to fucking get on that um but it it's you know it, it is what it is at this point yeah um but it's just the 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 voice goes well with any face you could put to peter parker really you know right. he's just he's like the definitive spider-man at this point oh, yeah. video game spider-man yeah right um yeah. but yeah i mean i i feel like only time will tell um as far as what we can see and expect from the next few days as well um yeah i mean listen tomorrow tomorrow's a really big day and then mo- yeah. monday there's some things but uh tuesday is you know the the final day of big things for at least a while mm-hmm. uh, uh, at it least really until I, like either uh, EA Play on uh, July twenty second or um, or oh, uh, G- uh, Gamescom opening night live with uh, yeah. Jeff Keighley. So but really, I mean, there's you know, there's only only time will tell yeah. until you know t- Tuesday will be the day where everything wraps up. And then after yep. that, we can you know talk about our highs and lows of everything. Yeah. Um. Any further words, guys? I think that I think pretty much um, wraps it up. Yeah, yeah. Today, we we actually, but believe it or not, we got a lot more out of this discussion than I thought we would because I was like, otherwise, today was not a great day. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> it it, it's, thought, it wasn't that it wasn't great. It was uneventful. Yeah, I thought we wouldn't make it past the thirty-minute mark. But yeah, here we if, are. If you would if you would have told me like, you know what, we're going to get an hour and a half episode out of today's conferences, I would have been like, you're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> yeah. I'm in we, that same boat. Yeah, I mean, listen, the, you know, it was it was a good discussion today. We yeah. we got we got a lot said and said and done, you know. Yeah. But I'm um, I'm perfectly content with um I I got nothing else to say really. Yeah, but that, right, that just about sums it up, I guess. Um, we like if you haven't already, check out uh, check out our previous episode covering games, Summer Games Fest. Um, uh, it's on any podcasting platform you use, uh, and then keep an eye out for our upcoming episodes. We're going to be doing this daily as so long as E three is around. Um, as so. Tomorrow we have what? Uh, the uh, Xbox and big Bethesda day. game showcase. Y- yep. Um, we got Xbox and Bethesda, Square Enix, uh, the PC game showcase. We got um, Warner Bros. Yeah. Uh, well, no, Warner Brothers is just doing their uh, Back for Blood showcase by the guys oh, okay. from uh, Turtle Rock. Um, but yeah, I mean, t- tomorrow should be and a pretty big day. And the future game show. Yep. Um, so it should be a pretty, uh, pretty good day, I think. Um, yeah. I'm so excited about tomorrow. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, tomorrow tomorrow's probably gonna be the highlight of my uh of the of E three. Yeah. Yeah, of E three. For sure. You know. So uh here we are, gentlemen. Um as always, thank you guys for listening. Uh I've been Danny. I get, Gino and I were both waiting for each other to speak first. No, really? Wow, guys. I'm just being polite, man. <laughs> All right, I've been Arno. And I will continue to be Gino. Have a great night. Take care. Cheers.